chat with Shauna. I am Shauna Anthony, and I'm so excited that you have joined us tonight live or that you're going to be with us during the replay. I am so excited about what we have coming up with, with our guest, and I'm going to introduce her in a moment. But I just want to let you know, for those of you who have tuned in for the first time, to Coffee Chats with Shauna. What we're about is providing encouragement, hope, and solutions for women. And yes, I know I've got a couple of men out there. So women and men, those of us who've just gone through the challenges of life, and we just need some encouragement, we need some hope, and maybe some tips and solutions for from other people, either experts in their field, or people that have gone through the same kind of things that we do. And they've just got those those nuggets, those those inspirations that we need to just go, you know what, I never thought of that. And Tony O'Keefe, my guest tonight, she is that person. She's got some nuggets of things that she's gone through in her life. And I'm like, ah, oh, I need to hear that. And I think you're going to love it because I think there are going to be those of you out there who need to hear from her as well. So I'm just going to briefly just read off a little bit about Tony so you can have a bit of understanding of who she is. Tony has been a professional communications and public relations practitioner for 70 not 70, sorry, Tony, for over 40 years. She holds a master's degree in communication management from Royal Roads University. By the way, just a little insert there. There, I wanted to go to Royal Roads University. It's a beautiful campus. So maybe I will someday look at getting my master's. So well done, Tony, getting your uh, master's degree again in communications management from Royal Roads University in Victoria, British Columbia. She's also attended the UBC Souter School of Business. She has had several senior positions in large government organizations before she retired in 2017, lucky lady. She has always been an active community volunteer with organizations such as the United Way, Rotary International, serving on several Chamber of Commerce organizations, and she works as a freelance writer and contract writer. And let me tell you, one of the things that Tony inspires me with is her writing. Her Facebook page, she puts out the most beautiful posts with the most wonderful, gorgeous pictures and the things that she writes from her heart have just gone deep inside me so many times. And I just had to ask her to be a guest on my episode. And I'm so excited that she's here to share from all the wisdom that she's gleaned from the things in her life. So without further ado, let's introduce and bring Tony O'Keefe. Thank you, Tony, for being here. I'm I'm just thrilled. Thank Thanks. you for having me. I'm excited to be here, Shauna. Yeah, I'm I looking forward. I am so looking forward to it too. So let's just jump in because we have got a lot of things to talk about tonight. So one of the three things that we're going to touch on, we're going to talk about living an authentic life. Boy, I mean, in social media, there's so much inauthentic stuff. So mm. let's stop doing that. Let's be who we're supposed to be, not what people think we're supposed to be. Right. As mothers, as women, 
maybe we struggle more with trying to be what other people think we're supposed to be, but um, we need to step out of that, right? We need to live our authentic life. We need to find what our purpose is, not just our roles, because we can go into a role, right? And then we can get lost. Who am I? That's a big question that we women, we can come into a crisis point in midlife through perimenopause, menopause. If you've been a mother, your children are grown, you're empty nest, you go, now who am I? Who am I? I've been in this role. And then finding meaning and loss. And I am really looking forward to diving into that one. So let's talk about first, Tony. I'm just going to let you go for it. Let's talk about living the authentic life. Right on. So I believe as women or as, as young children, we know what we're here to do. Like I knew that at a very young age. I knew when I was about three or four, I knew what I was here to do. But then I forgot because life moves in. We go to school, we go to church, we have influences in our life. You try and exercise your spirit in a way that feels right for you. So like as a little child, I was writing poetry, but yeah. it, it wasn't received well, right? So I thought, okay, well, I can't do that. Or these, I had a, this whimsy in me that always wanted to break three, through and I shut her down and I shut her down for over 40 years because then we go to work and our career takes over. And then we have our mother hat, our wife hat. You just mentioned all of these. If you're involved in community service, you might be a Cub Scout leader. You might be, you know, a chamber member. All of these hats and all of these things we wear and we are being, a, you know, of service to others because we believe that that's a good thing to do. But we might not be serving our internal spirit very well and we may not be being our authentic self and shining our light the way it was intended to shine and it wasn't until I went through you know some some loss that I had to recognize that no I got to back up here because this little voice that had talked to me for years and years and years when I was little she actually knew what she was talking about and I feel bad that I drowned her out and it was kind of time to let her you know break break through again you gave your voice, or or I, I missed something here because I elaborate on that. You said whimsy. So tell us who whimsy is because on your website, the whimsy angel, right? Right. So this, yeah. talk, talk about that. This, this, so, yeah, whimsy. So for me, whimsy is my soul. And I gave her a name because mm. we have, we have these beautiful conversations. She gives me wisdom and honestly, Shauna, I'm some, you know, I'm surprised sometimes where this stuff comes from. I go, oh, wow, I wrote this. Well, that was pretty cool. Thank you, Wimsy. Because, because it's really, it's, it's learning how to listen to our internal voice. And she's always been there. So I, when I decided to start living more authentically and trying to find my purpose, I always knew that I loved writing and I loved, um, making making people feel better through words so it wasn't just writing it was more in, inspiration those sorts of things but um it wasn't until I kind of tapped back into her that I was able to do that and I'm not when I say tap back into her she's me right but she's a me she's a part of me that I had set aside so I'm giving her a little bit more of a platform these days so I guess that's the best way to say it so 
But we all have a whimsy. We all have this inner voice that speaks to us. But as women, we don't often listen to it because it's not the voice of our mother. And we all love our mothers. or It's not the voice of our father or our school teachers. Like when I was in school, I was ridiculously creative. I remember going to my grade three teacher, Mrs. Barwell, and say, oh, my God. Can we write stories? I so badly, I've got these stories. I really, really want to write them. And she listened and she said, okay. So, and the, but all the other kids in the class were like, why do we have to do this? This is, you know, this is, this is ridiculous. But that is what I wanted to do. I wanted, you know, I wanted to write stories, but we were never really encouraged. But Mrs. Barwell was great. She said, yeah, okay, I'll let you write some stories. But, you know, then, you know, the later grades come on and I'm, you know, wanting to do writing and wanting to do poetry and whatever. Yeah, no, no, no focus on math, focus on science. And all those things are important, but they weren't my purpose, right? We don't have to be all things. We have to find our thing and we have to focus on our thing. And that's what I refer to when I'm talking about shining our light, which is the name of my book, Seeking Light, is tapping into who you really are and finding those gifts that you were born with. Like we have these amazing things that we land on this planet with and we don't use them. Right you know, on. It's, like, it's like having a free ticket to Disneyland then you just kind of sit and watch, you know, and you're not enjoying the ride. Well, you've got a ticket to ride and it's the gifts you were born with. Some people are here to heal. Some you know, are they're healers. Some people are teachers. Some people are writers. Some people are, you know, TV hosts, we all have something that we're here share in service to others. And when we do things for others, that's when we feel, you know, we feel our best. But that's that only is true if it's our authentic gifts that are um, we're using to give to others. Does that make sense? This is 100% where I live right now. This is 100% what my whole evolution I'm going to use that word, my, my growing everything from 2020, leaving the government and going, what next? Because I couldn't go back to the government. It, it was stifling for me. And it's easy because you've been in government, you know, okay, I'm just going to go on the job listing and go to into internals, see what I can do. And I could do it, but I didn't have, it didn't have my heart. Right. And so I thought, and I, I totally resonate with the wanting to to write because as a child I love to write and I love to journal I love to put things in my little diary and it just made me re reminded me that my childhood friends who I grew up with in Sherry Park Alberta we decided and I was nine years old we did a scrapbook and we thought we would write funny recipes and illustrate them and they were silly recipes but somewhere I have this, this scrapbook of pages and pages of our creativity and we'd make ourselves laugh. We would illustrate them, but it was just, and I've got a couple of stories that, that I wrote in there as well. And it wasn't, you're right. It was never encouraged, but it was there. It was kind of burning. And then, like you said, it got lost mm -hmm. because we're, we're doing, okay, well, this is what you need to do, right? You get lost and, and I'm a creative personality and so when we're not being creative we're not in that place where it's giving us joy we kind of get lost and we get sick and we get sick our bodies are uneasy right so we we, we get unwell because oh we're not 
Yes. You know, we're not being ourselves. So we get stressed out or we feel lethargic or we feel uninspired. And that leads to poor eating. It leads to lack of exercise. And then you get into this whole cycle. And I, I'm probably the healthiest I've been in probably 40 years since I started listening to, you know, this this inner voice of mine and doing what, you know, uh, inspires me. And I just want to say, you know, like when I talk about my career, I had a beautiful career. I'm so grateful for the professional career I had. I had amazing mentors. I had phenomenal yeah. bosses. There's no one place I worked where I can say I wish that had never happened oh, because wow. I learned something. And I think all of the individuals that I worked for quickly recognized that, oh, you know what, she's got some creative, let's use her here. In fact, this is something everybody needs to pay attention to. Yeah. I started for themselves. I started my career actually in finance. Wow. Because I'm, think, because I'm thinking, okay, that's what I got to do. So I was in government finance. Yep. Well, <laughs> you know, like there are no words. It's just not who I am. Yep. But somebody in that organization recognized I had a talent beyond finance. So started seconding me out to public relations activities or getting me to write brochures and getting so. The, the, my thought here is just plant yourself somewhere. It doesn't matter what organization. Like if you're a young person just starting to build a career, plant yes, yourself yes. somewhere and then trust that the universe is going to guide you onto the path you're meant to be on. Because I eventually got pushed on to, you know, into communications and public relations and went back to school because that was who I was. I was just you know, I would never have done good in finance, you know, so I had to manage, you know, my budgets and stuff like that, the various places I work, but finance wasn't my dream job, but it's, but it's where I started, but it's not where I ended. You are, you are so fortunate. And that was a gift totally given to you that, that people recognized you in the organization and you were able to go on that path. Absolutely. But I love what you said, because, you know, hopefully there will be young people to say, okay, just just like what you said, for me, it was, it was a moment of crisis. And it was like, I, I guess a midlife crisis or whatever. And I thought, boy, I have to move on. Like, like enough mm -hmm. is enough, right? So my, my, my experience and my path was just different, right? And it took me, it took that, right? And everything that we do, Tony, as, as I'm thinking, you know, as, as we're talking here, it's, it's also rethinking that experience and saying, Where's the gift? Instead of just seeing the tragedy, instead of just seeing the pain, and I know we're going to segue into that. Mm -hmm. Where's the gift of this experience? And I think that can give us, that gives us hope. That can give us purpose. So many things. So let's go now into finding that purpose, using finding your authentic life. So what do you want to speak on that? Sure. So in terms of finding art, like, so people often ask, what do you mean? Like, what is, what is all this talk about light? What do you like living in the light or be in the light or find your light? What, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. So for me, it's this light is a state of knowing and being. It's a uh -huh. state to seek to heal our spirits, our hearts, our minds, and our bodies. It's a state of peacefulness and calm that allows us to brighten our days and the days of those who wander onto our path. So what we're doing is 
when we find our light, we found our, we're being authentic to ourselves. We're being our real selves. So when we're living in the light, we're being who we were meant to be. So I wasn't living in the light being in finance. I'm living in the light writing today. Um, so that's what we're talking about is finding those things that give you passion, give you purpose, motivate you, inspire you, or perhaps inspire others and ignite passion in them. That's when we're living in the light. You know, we're, and that's what we're here to do. That's what I believe we're here to do. We're here to achieve this state of light. And when we do, when we do, when you finally get there, you realize you are the light. You are the light you're seeking. And, and you, yeah, sorry to interrupt. You can be light into someone else's darkness. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, like we light. So when you're living, you're lighting the path for others, which means you might be inspiring them. You might be guiding them. You might be assisting them. So we are light for each other. And we're also light for ourselves. We are the light that we seek. And that what I mean by that is inside us, we know what we have to do. We have that little whimsy living in us who is our light, who is trying to guide us, who we often shut out or tune out. Um, so when we find that part of us and we get excited about what our purpose is, then we're living in light. Then we can move forward. and, and We can move forward. We have some clarity. We have some cl clarity now. All right. So let's now go into finding meaning in loss. Loss is really, really difficult, right? So losing losing my dad to cancer last year, the gift of the last moment that I had with him as he lie in the hospital, the last week that he was alive with us was me being able to say to him, and it was a gift, Dad, I love you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love you. I love you. I want you to hear this because my dad and I very much alike. We had a very combative and a difficult relationship and it was hard. And dad and I were estranged for a few years from 2016 until January of 2022. And tomorrow is his birthday. He would have been 88 years old tomorrow. And so I listened to my voice, my intuition, meditation, praying to, to the Lord. And it's just time to move forward. Like enough, let go, let go of this. And I'm so glad I listened to that because sometimes, Tony, we don't listen to that voice. No, right? we don't. We, we, we don't listen because we're scared. We're, it's mostly fear, right? Mm -hmm. We're afraid. And it's like, I listened. And he was almost deaf. Like I said, I sent him a, um, not a text. I sent him an email. Dad didn't talk about any of our, our garbage that we went through. Okay, dad, hope you're well. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. And here's what's going on in my life. I'd love to hear back from you. He was overjoyed. Overjoyed. Thank goodness when we did get the news that he had terminal cancer last May, we decided, okay, now it's time, right? Took my took my two sons and uh, my husband. We did a trip. We went to uh, Alberta where they live. Thank God we did. 
thank God I listened to the whimsy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. To have that reconnection, we did it again in July. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So I, I, I've told a little bit about that. So talk to us about what you found meaning in your losses. So it wasn't until um, I lost my son, my 30-year-old son, that I really had to go deep. Like I've always had this, you know, love of writing and this little voice in the back of my head. But when Ryan passed away at the age of 30, I went to some dark places to even the place where I didn't want to be here anymore, that I can't, this, this hurts way too much. This doesn't make any sense. This, why him? What if I had done that? What if I had ever, and every day was like this, where I'm questioning myself. I'm what if being myself. I'm yeah. whying, whying myself to death. And I had to make a choice. I had to decide to, am I going to live my authentic life mm. and move forward with this? Yes. And if I do, what does that look like? So mm. for me, I had to stop asking why. That was the first thing. Stop asking yourself why. It doesn't matter. You know, I know that uh, some people won't understand that. They'll go, of course it matters. No, it doesn't. You, you've you grieved it. He, he's gone. I hurt. I hurt more than I've ever hurt in my entire life. But staying in that state wasn't serving me. It wasn't serving my others, my younger son. It wasn't serving my relationship at the time. It wasn't serving my life at all. So I had to stop asking myself why, and I had to start looking at, and I, I, I write about this often, is look at what the storm has left behind. So sometimes when a storm passes through, you know, there's, the sun comes out, there's rainbows, it uncovers things that we haven't seen before because the wind blows everything up and things land differently and look differently. Mm. So look at our lives like that. So when a storm comes through and you suffer great loss, ask yourself, what did that storm leave behind? What, yes. lessons, what lessons did it give you? What lessons can you take from that person's life? And that doesn't mean grieving forever. In my case, I don't look back anymore. I look and I celebrate that Ryan was here. I don't, I don't grieve that he's gone. I celebrate. I had 30 years with this guy and we had so much fun and we did a lot of stuff. And I hear the echoes of his voice and his wisdom in my head yeah. all of the time. And I, you know, I focus on that. He used to say something to me quite often because we would walk together. And so I had his name tattooed on one ankle and the word gratitude on the other. So mm. when I walk now, I... I'm walking in gratitude with Ryan and I have these conversations with him. And he used to say to me when I didn't feel like walking, he'd say, Ma, have you ever taken a walk and said, I wish I hadn't done that? Mm. And the answer was always no. Just, have you ever taken a risk and said, I wish I hadn't done that? Yeah. The, act, the answer is actually no, because although risk is sometimes scary and yeah. it's painful, sometimes yeah. things don't work out. Yeah, maybe you did walk down the wrong path. But now you know that's the wrong path to go down. That's right. And it is. And I, I you know I talk and I write about as well. Our pain tells us which way to go. Oh my so goodness. When we're children, if you burn your finger on the stove, yes. you know I'm not gonna do that again. 
Well, as we grow up, those examples, they get a little bit bigger, right? So yeah. you go through big things and you have to listen to your pain and, and ask, okay, I went through, okay, so I've lost this, you know, I lost this child. I lost this son, this adult man who was a, a major figure in my life. Yes. Where's my pain pointing me? Oh my, my goodness. Well, for me, in my case, my pain was pointing me to, this is your chance, girl. This is your chance to really be your authentic self. Because you know now that life is short. You know that life can yes. be worked out for you in a moment. You know yes. it. So stop wasting your time. Yes. Start being who you were born to be. Start yes. shining your light. Start being your authentic self. So that was a gift that my son left behind. That was a gift that came with the storm. Is that knowing? I would never have. I would have kept working. I would have kept doing my thing, you know, doing my busy community work, all the stuff I was doing. I would never have had the gift. And again, I know some people won't understand that. The right. gift of pause, the gift of grief that really forced me to go deep inside and find my whimsy and, you know, start pursuing those things that give me purpose and give me light. And so I thank Ryan for that because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have written my book. I wouldn't have, there's so many things I wouldn't have done. I went and walked through the um, vineyards of Portugal. I would never have done that if not for him. I would never I, have thought, I can't, I would have thought I can't do that. I'm not doing that. Who am I? I'm a 60 year old woman. Are you kidding me? No, but we get these chances. So he used to always say to me, so did my other son. It's, they give me this test every once in a while, and it was the just say yes test. So see what see what is thrown at you during a week, and rather yeah. than going, oh no, I'm too tired. Oh, yeah, just say yes. Just so, say yes. Yeah. So there's opportunity. Not, not not like the Jim Carrey yes man. That was a little bit. No, no, no. <laughs> but see, right, we're we're really tested to go beyond our fear, right? Because here's what I know I know for sure is. When you address your fear and you move past yes. it, it's behind you. It's done. Right? It's another gift I got from my son. He used to say, I used to, we'd, we'd have to go to the dentist. And he'd be, oh, I don't want to go. It hurts so much. But mom, I know. Okay, we're going to go. Let's just get it. Because once I'm there, the, my fear is gone. And he, right he, said, he, knew this. he knew this. And he said, okay, let's just, just get me in there. Because as soon as I walk in, the fear is gone. Right. And so as soon as we tackle these things, like, you're afraid to, to leave your job or you're afraid to leave yes. a bad relationship or you're yes. afraid to a chance or you're, you're afraid to go out on a stage and play a role in a play. Like, as soon as you address that thing and do that thing, the fear is gone. And any, and, and you, and it's pointing you which way to go. If it doesn't work out, whatever, <laughs> doesn't matter right? We're here to find out what our purpose is. And sometimes we do that through the process of elimination. You know, some people, they have to go through many careers yes. to figure out what's, the, and I, you know, I'm like, I guess, youngest, so. I, guess I was one of those. Right? <laughs> yeah. My, my youngest son, very similar. He started his career in criminology. Then he went and he was a firefighter paramedic. And then he got yeah. a degree in, in something. He's now He's an electrician and he loves it, but he would not have gotten himself there without the, this elimination process. And sometimes we have to do that. So when people make mistakes, and I think in society, we have a tendency to do this. We we beat people up sometimes for making yes, a bad decision. There is no such thing as a bad decision. 
even if it turns it's hor it turns out horrible your house burns it's not a bad decision you learn from it and you know not you're not going to go down that path again right there's we can take something away from every horrible situation you know even the loss of a child like i i can actually say i'm a i'm a better person because i stopped and pondered the death of my son mm. i and i and i went deep and thought what do I do with this? And if I hadn't lost him, that would never have happened. That's absolutely awesome. And uh, like I said, Tony, I've got two beautiful friends who have gone through that last year. And um, I'm just thinking about them right now that mm -hmm. they can get to the place where they can just stop asking the whys. Yeah. And you have to, you have to, what I, like, I journal a lot. Oh, me too. It's yeah. a lifeline for me. So you can make the decision. And so to those, I'm speaking to those two women right now, for example, mm -hmm. I would say to them, get a journal, write the word why down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just, just, okay. Just do it. Do it one, yeah. one last time. Okay. And yeah. Just, just push out whatever your soul is telling you to push out. It, you might not like what lands on the page. You, mm -hmm. you know, the answers that come might be things like, so you could learn this, or you could learn that, but just do, let it, let it go. Let everything come out and then rip the pages up. Let you just rip them up and then just, and then that's it. Don't ask yourself why again, because it doesn't matter. You let go. What matters is you find purpose in that loss. And if you want to honor your children who have left this life before you, Find purpose in their loss. And purpose is not sitting at home grieving or being sad or lamenting what could have been. I'll, you know, my son will never have a wedding. I'll never see my grandchildren. That serves nobody. And it doesn't serve the memory of your child. What serves my son's memory is I take the wisdom he left me or the wisdom I got out of that loss and I take it to try and inspire others or to make my life better because I know that's what he would have wanted. Right. Oh my so goodness. We, we, we could just, we could just talk about this because this mm -hmm. is, this is huge. I mean, this is, this is even just something that we can do to activate ourselves to get unstuck. But, uh, Oh, it, this is so, this is so powerful. And even some of the, the things that I've been struggling with over the last couple of days, I can take what you have just given me. What am I learning about this? Let it go. So I'm not getting stuck in what my expectations are and all of my dreams and all of these things and wallowing in, in depression, right? Spiraling down into that. But it's like, okay, I got to let this go. Um, let's, let's, let's continue on with this. Cause this is so, oh, this is so good stuff. On the, the whole letting go thing, because, oh. you know, I write about that quite a lot. And people say, you make it sound like so easy. Like it ain't easy. Let it go. Like it's not easy to let it's it go, not. but it can be, and right? it's you, got, you gotta, you gotta have a good old heart to heart with yourself. And yes. then to let things go, you need to be able to put anger aside, right? We, we're really angry human beings. We don't have to be. It's a choice. Okay. We choose to be angry. Mm. We need to put, we need to put our egos aside. 
Okay, because a lot of our decision making is ego driven. You say, well, I can't let this go because if I let this go, people are going to judge me because I'm a bad mother or a bad wife. Mm -hmm. or I'm a bad boy. That doesn't let your ego go. You need to let go of your own, like get your stubbornness out of the way. Oh you know, my. Kitchen, we all have these attitudes and behaviors that we know don't serve us well, mm -hmm. but we hang up with them, right? So, but as soon as you let go of the anger, the ego, the stubbornness, you know, like me, I would say I used to be kind of cocky, right? I really, I was. And I kind of thought, oh yeah, you know, nobody can tell me anything anymore. I know everything I, there is to know about this. You have to own your behavior. You have to know, you have to own who it is you have been and recognize that's not who you're supposed to be. Then you can let go of stuff. You can let go of a bad relationship. You can let go of grief. Like you really can. Like, to me, grief is not sitting around, you know, crying and, and being sad. Grief is, we live with it forever. And I set time aside to grieve. I set time aside. And for me, that's my walks in nature. Like I go walking with Ryan and my dad, because I went through quite a grief process too when I lost my dad, because I had just come to understand who he was prior to my father passing away. I interviewed him for a, about a year and then spent two years writing a book based on his life. He was, he, he had grown up in a, a residential school in Ireland and had been abused and his family ripped apart. And it was a horrible, it was a horrible life that he had as a child. But in doing that, I, I, I understood who, who, who he was and why he had some of these behaviors and it made, you know, when, when I finally had to say goodbye to him, I'm glad that we had had that time, but I also, I grieved for the years that I had lost with him, that I wasted yeah. being a, you know, a grumpy teenager that like, yes. oh God, but you just are, are, that I didn't take the time to appreciate who he was. However, the gift in that loss or the, you know, the, the purpose in that loss was, yes. you know, I, I wrote that book and a lot of people learned to understand his story and the story of other residential school survivors in the wow. Irish system you know so um sorry i got a little bit off track no that's 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 fantastic that's absolutely keep going girl keep going so let's let's look at because we're already there but let's let's recap here so things that people can do to find the gift of letting go of learning from loss of finding purpose of seeking and finding your authentic life. So you've got, mm -hmm. um, you gave us some ideas and some things that people can start do doing to transition and get themselves going on that path. So let's look at some of those things. So you talked about a journal. I've been writing in a journal forever, mm -hmm. probably consistently. I said I had a little diary as, as a child, but it was probably from age 19. And it really is a lifeline for me. It just, for me, it gets it all out of here. Yeah. And then it gets it, gets it into, into the page and it's just cathartic. And I, I learn things, things come to me as I write and as, as a writer and a communicator, talk more about those things. So it's, I, I journaled again, I guess that was just my little whimsy, like forever. But it was always, you know, some, oh, you know, Tony loves so-and-so or, you know, silly things when I was a girl. But I always had some kind of diary or some kind of journal on the go. It was when I decided to take it seriously that 
oh yeah, I actually got some learning out of this and I got some therapy out of it because we all live with what I call crazy brain. We all have it. Like we, you're, you're turning over many tumblers in your head and they're not all turning at the same time. And we have to move from, you know, the kids are here, the job is there, the community service is here. I'm, there's all of this stuff tumbling in our brain. So when we journal, it's an opportunity to not, not, you don't think about it. That's the thing is you just write whatever comes out and it might be ugly. You might actually write on the page. I really hate my kids today. You might not really feel like that, but that's what's turning in your head. So get it out, get yep. it out and onto that's the right. page. You just have to be honest with that. Right. The closer I believe we get to nature, yeah. the closer we are to healing because we, we come from nature. We're not living the way we're supposed to live. We're not supposed to live in concrete jungles with white noise all over the place and all these wild vibrations. When we go into nature, yeah. we can hear ourselves more clearly. Mm. And I am I'm every single day, like you know, I'm either at the ocean or I'm in a forest. And I write about that a lot too. And some of my greatest inspirations come when I'm walking on a forest trail or when I'm just sitting on a log next to the ocean with my little puppy. Yeah, um, the, the whole concept of when something happens, before you get the urge to say, well, why did that, why did that happen? Or what is to stop and look for the lessons. And, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about that, but look for them, like look, and then that becomes a habit. So you're retraining your brain, the neurons in your brain to not go to the despair and not go to the why, but to go, hmm look for the lessons and that comes from something i also write a lot about is being curious yeah. we need to be curious about everything including ourselves so when something right. happens rather than oh why did that happen to me be curious and go hmm there's probably there could be some lessons in there or this is really interesting i wonder what the the uh impact will be of this in a year from now but to to be curious and to challenge yourself in ways perhaps that you haven't before and to to say things that you haven't said before sometimes we have we have fear of being our authentic self and saying you know what this is how I'm really feeling about this yeah because it will be judged or whatever challenge yourself to to be your authentic self and to live your authentic life mm. um, and being curious you know will, will allow you to do that um, and again you know I talked about this and the other thing but we need to put put your egos aside so it doesn't matter if you are CEO of some big company. Um, if you're trying to get in touch with your real self, you've got to put that CEO hat aside. If you, you need to tap into what's really, you know, your authentic gifts, if you really want to find out what those are, and maybe it is to, to lead others in an organization, and that's wonderful. But if it's not, you've got to put all that ego-driven stuff aside, all your anger, all your stubbornness, all your judgments, because we judge each other way beyond Put it all aside and clear the palette, like clear your brain palette. Colors, you know, we've got all these colors that are angry and judgmental and divisive. Just get rid of it. Like just clear it all out and paint a new picture in your mind of who it is you want to be and how oh. you want to live. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so good. I'm just, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I, sort of like, you know, we've all heard about feng shui. You know, you got to feng shui your house so the energy flows through your house. We got to feng shui our brains and our bodies so that the energy flows through our mind and our bodies well. 
And when you start thinking that way, again, you're going to get healthier because you're just going to go, yeah, I don't want to put this negative energy in my body because it's not going to serve me well. So like you spring clean your closet, spring clean your brain. Spring clean your brain. So let (laughs) us go through what are we going to do to get that breakthrough, not the breakthrough, the breakthrough. And I just wrote this down. I thought I had to, I had to write this down. So I'm just going to do it. Forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself of all the things that you said, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. If I'd only done this, I'd only, first of all, forgive yourself. I think it's a big thing. I think we get stuck when we feel that we just, we haven't measured up in our life. Mm-hmm. All of those things, like you just said it. I love how you, you wordsmith that you said that just, let's just clear the palette. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. just paint, pick up our, our brush in our mind and let's let's create a new picture from this. And and I Tony, it really is what I'm getting from all of this as we navigate through loss. What's the gift here? And you're right, some people won't get it. You're like, well, and it's because they're still in that deep, deep grieving place. But the hope and the encouragement is those of us that mm-hmm. are in there is that you're still here and make a decision. I'm still here. I still have a purpose. I still have a life to live. I have got to let go and forgive myself. Maybe forgive that person for passing away for all of those things so that I can move on in order to find out what my purpose is, find out what my identity is, find out what the meaning is of all this loss. And I like if you could again, Repeat what you said. You said when you talked about the whys, you said you write it on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It could be something ugly, could be whatever, yeah. and you write it all out. And then you said you just like you forgiveness, and you just said that's what I'm done. I'm done, yeah. man. Let's do it. Let's John, put it there. A little piece. What I actually have done. Um, take the little pieces down to the beach because I can do that here. I'm allowed to burn and burn them and let them let the ashes go because it's just it's just a very you know it's a therapeutic thing to do. But in order to forgive ourselves, I know I've I said this a few times. I'm going to say that one last time. I won't say it again. Is again get your ego out of the way because even when we're grieving, believe yes. there is ego involved. There's like oh, okay, well. If I if I'm not grieving a certain way, I'm going to be judged. That's your ego talking. Okay, so you need to let go of that. So as soon as we can let go and say, okay, it doesn't matter what other people think. This is my journey. This is my life. That was my son's life or my father's life. I've I've got to move forward in the way that feels authentic to me. Right. So ask yourself if you're having trouble moving beyond your grief. Is it because you're you're judging yourself that oh I wasn't a good mother or I let my son die or if I had could have done something a lot of that is ego speak, um, you know some of it obviously is regret but regret serves us no purpose there's no there's no purpose in that so so let it go, um, so ask yourself you know those questions are you are you getting in your own way right and we do we get in our own way in terms of trying to get over some of these big hurdles it's just like we were talking about fear. Once we deal with fear, it's gone. Same with once we deal with our ego-driven uh, attitudes and behavior, they're gone. 
right? They're gone. And we can move forward. So somebody, some people may say, how can she go on? Like, how can she be so positive and happy? And I've had people say this to me. How come you're so positive and you're upset? You've lost a child and you've had some other awful things happen to you. Uh, like, it doesn't seem right. Well, it might not seem right to you, but what's the alternative? What's the alternative? You're going to leave, live in a dark little pit of doom and gloom for the rest of your rest life? Of your life? Yeah, you can't do that, right? And your loved ones wouldn't want you to do that. And your spirit doesn't want you to do that. So let your spirit help you break through all of this. And, and it will guide you. It will tell you which way to go. I, I believe that, you know, because it helped. That it's happened to me. Like I, I live a very different life and I speak very differently than I did, you know, seven or eight years ago. Oh my gosh. This is so much gold. This is so, so much. I love this so much. I, I'm so glad you're here. Honestly, everything you're saying to me is just seeking into every corpuscle of my being. It's just amazing. And so for everybody, I want you to go onto the whimsyangel.com, go onto Tony's site, get a copy of her book on amazon.com.ca. Where else can we find your book, Seeking the Light? It's on any online bookstore, we'll have it. It's like, this is it. There it is. Musings from, what does it say, the subtitle, Musings from? Musings from a Happy Soul. Musings from a Happy Soul. Yeah. It's well, possible. It is it's possible. And it's not just something for you. It's something that we can all just make a decision. Make a decision that I'm still here. Yeah. And, and I have a purpose. You, you have and a purpose. I can, there's a gift in everything that we suffer, right? Yeah. Turning and it around, Tony. For those, when the storm passes, look at what it's left behind. You know, when we've, when we've gone through this great loss, look for those lessons, look for those gems of wisdom, because I promise you they are there. They, they are there. Look at your own behaviors and your attitudes about things and ask yourself if you need to do some adjusting to your own thinking and ask yourself if your thinking has been serving you or not. And you might find, like in my case, yeah, no, thinking a certain way or having a certain, it hasn't, it hasn't served me well. So, you know, you, you talked about forgiveness. And you can't forgive anybody until, like you've mentioned, you do you forgive yourself. And we have to. If you can't forgive yourself for all these things we've done um, that you did from a place, you know, you were off, you were at a place in time. We we made these decisions based That's on right. what, you know, let 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 that go. Right. That forgive go. yourself and move on. Yeah. And stop. Yeah. Stop getting in your own way. So good. So good. I am. I'm just. I'm so grateful you're here, oh, and I'm so you. grateful you have. Want you have such great things to say. Uh, everything that that you've gone through in life, you're just showing that you're a gift to other people. Your encouragement. You're sharing your light. That's why I follow you on Facebook. That's why every time you put out a post, I'm like, what she got today, right? And it's just, it's so beautiful. So follow Tony on on Facebook as well. Yeah. So um, if 
you're not here joining us live, you can always go to my my website, which is shaunaanthony.com. You can go into all of the episodes and you can go into the episode with Tony O'Keefe. You will see all the resources there. You'll see where you can go onto her, the Whimsy Angel website, where you can find her amazing books. So, Tony, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I, I feel I've gone through a little bit of healing and I'm not kidding. Oh, thank I'm glad. I struggled last. I was struggling and I just feel, I feel very buoyant and I feel very hopeful. And, um, you know, people I, telling you you're on the right path. You're on the path I am, to heal. I am. I am. And you know what? I'm going to be writing a book about my relationship with my dad. It's going to be called daddy's girl. Oh, and wow. I want to talk you. about it. You know, I, I think there's a lot of us women out there, relationships with dads, and um, I look forward to it. It's it's going to be a journey, but it's it's going to be good too. So good luck, that awesome. Good oh, well, thank you, thank you so much. And maybe ooh, maybe you would write a forward. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk. Let's talk. We'll talk. So also, as you can see on the screen here, you can go again to shaunaanthony.com forward slash gift. And Tony and I talked extensively about just the power of writing, getting things out of our head and putting it in a journal. So we have a gift of a journal for you. If you just go onto my website, she's anchored in hope. It's got 30 days of just going through goal setting, just getting your thoughts out, doing some some hopeful thinking, some dreaming, just whatever your thoughts are. So I hope that you will go there. Just get it. It's a beautiful gift that we've made for you. Um, yeah, so much more. So we're just going to end it right here. And it's 2023. Let's let's make some changes. Let's let's decide. OK, let's just go out there and be the best that we can be and it just starts with one step it just starts with making a decision to just say i'm still here and i have a purpose and i need to go find what that purpose is so we just we we hope the best for you and we encourage you you can do it if tony can do it i can do it you can do it, it it's totally achievable find so, your light and shine it find your light and shine it Shine it. And uh, so thank you, Tony. Thank you to my producer, Claudia, to my awesome husband and family and friends who are all are just been such supportive people in my life that I can do this every Sunday. And just I want to give hope and encouragement and my light to you. So go out and shine your light to everybody. Well, God bless. Bye. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you so much.